0: And I can say that we're both like you know, I think we're both people pleasers. Oh, for sure, yeah. But it like it becomes hard when you wanna please everyone and you have you to You just re- keep putting your yeah. own like yeah. happiness last. And you have to like learn how to put your happiness first. And- We are recording episode 11. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You say, oh, yeah. I feel like you say, oh, yeah, a lot. Do I really? That's (laughs) funny. I don't know why. (laughs) Okay. So we're here for episode 11 uh, to talk about self-care, self-love, and just choosing yourself. Um, And to start off, we have a little would you rather like this or that game
1: yeah you know we love playing games over here starting with like a little pop culture moment mm-hmm. um so we'll start with our would you rather and i'll just i guess i'll just read them off and then okay. we can um go from there do we want to answer at the same time or do you want to take turns answering
0: i think we can answer at the same time okay, and then, like, count down it, and yeah.
1: then talk about it yeah. all right sounds good okay All right, so a little self care, this or that. Let's just get right into it. Number one is reading a book or listening to music. Okay, ready? Three, Three, two, two, one. one. Book minus music. Okay, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I mean, I think it's because I just grew up like around music. Grew up Mm -hmm. as a singer. Listening to music is always like very comforting to me, and I feel like there is. I mean, I think you could say the same about books, but it's like there's always something for like the kind of mood you're feeling, you know, like yeah, if you're it's like happy. An, it's it's like, like
0: an escape from reality.
1: Yeah. And I think a book is probably the same way.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I've i been into reading a lot lately. Um, honestly, like I'm like building a collection, but on, whenever I'm feeling like upset or something, I will turn my phone off and I'll like reach for a book and mm-hmm. just start reading. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, like, I have a hard time focusing when I read. I love
0: to read, but I just have a really hard time focusing. I think it depends on, like, the kind of book that you get, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Because you can get, like, super addicted into, like, one book. I... There's times where I literally start a book and I will go to bed super late because I just cannot put it down. And I'm just like, okay, a few more pages. And then a yeah. few more pages turns into I'm going to finish this entire fucking book tonight. Ooh. um, So I'll be up until like 3 in the morning. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I used to be like super
1: into reading and I feel like school kind of like – ruin that for me mm. for some reason but i'm really looking to i have a couple books that i'm i have one that i'm reading right now and then a couple books that i am going to read but if anyone has any suggestions drop them yeah we'll open up a little a little uh, sticker on instagram but yeah okay number two afternoon nap or early bedtime okay ready you can go first
0: okay uh early bedtime for me
1: mine is nap i like oh, i like interesting. take a little afternoon nap wow yeah.
0: we're like we're answering different questions yeah. we have different answers this i know time. this is shocking see i here's the thing if i take an afternoon nap then i feel like my day is kind of over and i feel like i kind of feel sluggish for the rest okay. of the day um there's very rare occasions where i will take an afternoon nap and feel super energized afterwards like I typically feel a little lazy yeah um but I think that's just because of how my sleeping schedule yeah. is right now uh but yeah I would much rather have an early bedtime and just like kind of end my night early that makes um, sense just because I do work out in the morning like I'm up at like five thirty 30 yeah. and mm-hmm. you know active so
1: I think um for me it's like kind of opposite I'm like um it like energizes me if I take it like it has to be like a cat nap though like 30 minutes and then I can like get up and just like get going with the rest of my night especially because I do like work a lot on my laptop like after work hours um with you know like some other stuff that I'm involved in and so I feel like it's like nice to give my eyes a break and just take that little like cat nap so it gives me the energy to like do the things that I have to do the rest of the night so that's why I like taking a little nap but next one yoga or working out
0: I feel like these are the same because yoga is a form of working yeah, out but I agree. when I think of working out I think of like you know going hard yeah I think of running I think of working on lower body yeah. upper body like lifting mm-hmm. I think of all of that so that's what I'm gonna equate to like working yeah out. yeah what would you choose
1: I say yoga because it makes me feel like calmed down um if I'm like working out I feel like in terms of like self-care my mind goes straight to like being zen and I think Mm -hmm. it's different for everyone but for me it goes to like being zen and like calm and feeling like you know like peaceful and for me I don't feel like peaceful when I'm working out like hard I feel like it gets me like pumped up and it's a different form of self-care but in in my mind like when I think of like self care and trying to like I think of trying to calm myself down so my mind automatically goes to yoga. But um yeah, I don't know.
0: I love yoga, but I would have to disagree with you, which is uh, I, I love that we're actually disagreeing with yes. each other for once. But I would go to working out just because that's like one of my forms of therapy. Um I I agree with what you're saying. Like it Definitely like pumps me up, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it brings me like this inner peace because I just feel so much better after workout. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I think maybe I've referenced this before, but there's so many times where like I'm in a slump and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to work out. But the minute that I start yeah. working out, I feel so much better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just like have such a huge love for it because I've taken it so seriously within like the past few years. So I would definitely choose working out. Okay.
1: Um, drinking coffee or drinking tea okay so for me I always prefer coffee like if I'm gonna go get a drink I'm usually gonna get a coffee or like sometimes I'll get a matcha or a chai Mm -hmm. but when I think self-care again my mind goes to calming down and not like being wound up so I will say tea because I like to like have a nice hot cup of tea and like wind down whether Mm -hmm. I am reading my book or if I'm watching a show or whatever I'm doing I like I would say tea I
0: agree with you on that one. I do prefer coffee 100%. Yes. But when I think of like taking a moment to myself, especially if I'm sitting down and reading a book and I feel like a lot of people like know this who have like seen me in you know the state when I'm like yeah. reading a book, I will 100% go make myself a tea.
1: I love tea. Oh, I have a big thing for tea. I love like peppermint tea before Ooh. bed. I love lemon ginger. Sometimes I'll do lemon like, a lemon yes. ginger yes. bag with a peppermint bag game changer um there's this brand i like yogi tea i like yogi as well and there's i forget what it's called i don't know if it's like sweet citrus or something they have a whatever i need to look it up right now because i need to put you guys on this tea um it's in like an orange bag
0: but speaking of tea i love the medicine ball tea from uh not from target from um
1: it's sweet tangerine Pos- it's positive energy tea. Oh, it's so I know what you're talking about. Okay, and I'm I do a big, know what you're talking about. I'm a big like mix my tea bags like mm-hmm. sort of thing or sort of person. So I do like one um, sweet tangerine and then one like green tea or like one lemon Ooh. ginger and one sweet tangerine. I love the sweet tangerine one. um Yogi has the best teas. I'm a huge fan. Maybe we
0: need some drink recommendations from our listeners. Oh yeah, do you guys have any like tea like recommendations teas. or even coffee because Sam and I. Live, obsessed love, with coffee, you know, all that with coffee. Um, yeah,
1: okay, back to the game. Um,
0: okay, scented candles or essential oils? Scented candles for me, I would 100%. Have to agree. I just, there's something so like so nice about like lighting a candle. My mom hates that I have so many candles because she's always afraid that I'm gonna like leave it on yeah. and like burn the house yeah. down. And like anytime she'll come home from work, she'll like sniff around, and she'll be like, do you have a candle on? <laughs> and like, if she sees that, like I have one, like in my room, like she'll come in like, you know, at night. Yeah. And she's like, make sure you blow this out. And I'm like, of I, course I'll blow it out. Know. Yeah.
1: I love candles too. Um, I, I love candles too. And it feels like a reward for oh, me. Yeah. Like after, it's like a reward. <laughs> it's
0: like a <Like> reward.
1: <laughs> for me, like when I clean my room, I'm really big about my space being like organized to feel like at peace. Yes. Um, And for me, when I completely finish cleaning my room, like, I mean, the whole nine yards, like dusting, vacuuming, um, doing my Swiffer, like picking mm-hmm. everything up and like cleaning everything. My like reward after I do all that is like I light my candles and I like get into bed and I'll like listen to my audiobook or like get on TikTok or read a book or watch my show or whatever. So my candle is like always like my reward. Yeah.
0: I love lighting candles. Like that's another thing that I'll do too. Like if I'm reading, like, yeah. I'll have like a it's candle just, like, next to me and my tea, like my like eye patches like mm-hmm. underneath. But um, another thing, too, with candles is I'm pretty sure a bunch of you guys do this, too. I love lighting candles when I'm taking a bath. And oh, like, I don't
1: take baths. I, but I do
0: it. Oops, I just like hit the microphone. OK, I take baths like every once in a while as like as a reward. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or just like as a as like a moment where I just like need to like chill. Yeah, but that's like. I don't know if like if I'm taking a bath like I'll like have like candles lit in like yeah. a glass of wine no that totally makes like, sense in my mind I
1: just like I don't know for some reason there's something about like bath water that like freaks me out which is weird okay. because I don't mind I know like most people shower before they take the bath yeah but like and i don't mind being in a hot tub i love swimming like like being in the lake whatever something about like just like sitting in the bath water it like it, i get like hot but like mm-hmm. not in a good way i don't know i just don't like it personally but i could see how it would be so relaxing oh yeah for sure my thing that i do i don't know if i've ever told you about this but i always shower in the dark as like a form of self-care. You did tell me that. Yeah. Yes. I turn the lights off in the bathroom. I just put on a salt lamp um, and I light my candles and I put on like a relaxing Spotify playlist or sometimes an audiobook or whatever. Um, and I just like ugh, it's like the most calming thing. I got a couple of my friends on it, too. I know Morgan. Shout out to Morgan, my college roommate. She um, loves taking showers in the dark now. But yeah, I, I love it.
0: And Okay, the next one is staying indoors or staying outdoors.
1: So this is funny because um, for me, I feel like when I lived in the suburbs, I would say staying indoors because there's nothing like that exciting about going outside mm-hmm. in the suburbs. Um, of course, like fun to take your dog for a walk or whatever. But definitely now that I live in the city where there's a lot of like, I live right near the lake. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different places you can walk, things to do. I would definitely say staying outdoors. Hundred percent.
0: I think it like depends because when I think of like staying outdoors, I'm not thinking of like the bars or like partying or anything. I don't think that anyone would maybe think of that like when they're thinking, Oh, well, you know what, never say never. Like people could use that as a form of self care. Yeah. Um, I love staying indoors and like in my mind I was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna pick staying indoors, but at the same time, I think there's something that's so relaxing about just like sitting outside especially at night yeah or like even in the daytime too just like being in nature
1: yeah I I love um I like like going like my ultimate self-care is like going for a walk and then like getting a coffee like Mm -hmm. pop into the coffee shop maybe I'll do some work there and then like taking a walk home and especially now that I live like in an area where there's so much to see on your walk when I would take walks when I lived at home Love my home, love my mm-hmm. family, but like it would just, you know, kind of be the same route, same houses. And so it's nice to like walk around and it's a little bit different.
0: Yeah. I think like for me, it's just like sitting and like sitting on the beach or sitting I love on, like, a going rooftop, to the beach. Or oh my gosh. Sitting around like a bonfire. Even yeah. if there's like no one there, just like, I don't know, just like living in the moment, like outside in like a calm yeah. environment.
1: Like last summer um josh and i would just go outside and like just throw around balls and play with the dogs mm-hmm. or like we would go um we'd walk around the city even like before i lived here or there was this beach on the north shore that we would just like go sit at and hang out and it's just so peaceful like i i love being i would say outside definitely Can
0: you read the next one
1: sure warm blankets or soft socks okay fun fact about me is that i actually fucking hate socks um unless they're fuzzy socks but I have a, skims. Yes. I have a weird thing where I cannot be under a blanket or like sitting down. Like I can't be like cozy if I have socks on.
0: Okay. I okay, have to take
1: them off. Um, so I would definitely say a warm blanket. Um shout out to Mrs. Posniak if you are listening to this <laughs> because so funny story actually josh it's not funny that he has a hard time sleeping um but it is funny that he (laughs) doesn't in the summertime he doesn't like sharing the blanket Mm -hmm. and so he would like we would like wrestle for it back and forth like sometimes in the summer i sleep with different comforters and so i think he told mrs posniak this and so in the winter she bought me this big beautiful like fluffy thick full-size blanket from costco and um she like got it for me to use to sleep in the winter and I literally carry that thing around the Posniak house (laughs) like I'm fucking Linus from the peanuts like it's a huge (laughs) blanket like it's so big that I have to like bunch it up and like wrap it around me when I walk around but I love that blanket so much so definitely warm blankets how about you
0: I have to agree I love just being under like a fuzzy blanket there's just something that's so like calming and like relaxing about it like I I I just like being under the covers me too and I know like this yeah like for self-care obviously but also just the idea of just like being under like a blanket with someone like cuddling and like all that stuff like that just like brings me like it's really nice happiness and like
1: yeah even like when I work in the winter um I use my heated blanket if I'm Mm -hmm. sitting at my desk and so I just it just it feels so comforting I love a warm blanket
0: yeah I like having a blanket like you know on my lap and everything when I'm working from home I think it's really nice
1: me too. Okay. Sheet facial mask or clay facial mask? Ooh. I'm going to say, okay, there's one sheet mask that I love. Okay. um, It, it is the Neutrogena like hydrogel one. They're so okay. good. I love them. But other than that, I feel like sheet masks don't do anything. So I prefer a clay mask because I like the feeling of like having purged mm-hmm. everything, like all the shit out of my face. And like, I love how it feels just like so clean after yeah. I do a clay mask. I would
0: have to agree um and i honestly like anytime i'm doing like a clay mask like i will send pictures to my friends on snapchat yeah i think it's just like
1: it's funny it, it is it's It's like part of the gig yeah
0: definitely. when you have a face
1: mask on you gotta send
0: it it's so funny because like <laughs> yesterday i was doing like like my eye patches yeah and i
1: love those gels and
0: my dad like shout out dad hope these pictures like never like come about but he basically he has an album like of me. oh my like, gosh just like with shit on my face that's because hilarious. like anytime i'm doing like a face mask or like just any kind of skincare or like if i have like my concealer on but like not blended yeah. out he will like if he notices it he's Take like oh my gosh i'm taking a picture that's hilarious So he's just like yeah i have so many pictures of you just like with weird shit on your face that's and awesome like, So
1: our last question, I think for most people, this might be a toss up, but for Ashley and I, it's a very easy. Yeah. For Ashley and I, it's a very easy choice. Um, Social media break or a break from work? A break from work. Definitely a break from work because we We both work work in in social social media. media, So it's like you can't really take a social media break unless like you're on a full break from work.
0: Right. So So. uh, it goes hand in hand. But if if I wasn't working in social media i would probably choose social media break just because like you need social media breaks every once in a while like it's just it's so good for you yeah definitely we're gonna go ahead and do um you know the this or that and post it on our gmta uh, account so you guys can go ahead and answer as well but we did ask some of you guys to kind of like give us your favorite self-care tips and you know just like moments where you kind of chose yourself first um And we do have some here. We asked, "What are your favorite self-care tips?" And one of the answers is retail therapy.
1: Yeah, um, I know Ashley and I are big on this one. We are serial shoppers, and also we influence each other. Like, like it's bad.
0: Yeah, we. It's bad. If Sam falls in love with something, she'll tell me and I'm like, okay, well, and I guess vice I have versa. To have it. But um I was actually telling Sam earlier today when we were talking about retail therapy that my dad actually just learned what retail therapy is. Um but he's just been throwing around the term like retail therapy. So his retail therapy is like going to Lowe's or like Home Depot. Lowe's, yeah. (laughs) Can you tell he's such a dad? He's just like getting his tools and stuff. Like yesterday, he was so happy because he got a new like fucking lawnmower, and I was like, "Oh my god, you're you're such a dad." But um, he was like, he was saying he was like, "Yeah, I I need to, I need some retail Retail therapy." therapy," and I was like, "Oh, why? Like, what's wrong?" And he was like, "Nothing. Like, I just need retail therapy." And I'm like, "Well, typically, you." do retail therapy when like you know you're upset or um you know you just need to make yourself feel better and he was like oh no I feel good like I just I just want to go shopping I'm like well I feel like you're using the term wrong
1: that's so funny I feel good I just want to go I guess it's like <laughs> happy, retail <laughs> yeah, happy retail therapy therapy or what, like
0: celebration what is your therapy. favorite thing to spend money on when you're like in that retail therapy mood clothes or makeup I would say or, like hair care I think clothes are makeup for coffee <laughs>
1: like yeah um, oh coffee's a good good one too like Definitely. I know I prefer
0: tea but like sometimes I'm just like I need to go to Starbucks
1: yeah, yeah same or like if it's one of those moods where it's like I don't feel like going anywhere and I don't feel like cooking <laughs> DoorDash oh my god <laughs> I didn't used to touch DoorDash when I lived at home unless um we sometimes get credits for work uh-huh. um since we're work from home other than that I wouldn't use DoorDash at all until I started living here just because parking is like a pain in the ass if you go to pick up food so
0: luckily for you though like you're around like a bunch of stuff so it's easy to walk but like again like in the winter and shit like that like it's not ideal um so someone else said going to the gym um I 100% agree with that I've mentioned in the past I'm a very big gym goer um I wake up very very early in the morning. Well, kind of early, but some people think it's like really early. Um I go before work um and just to get my workout in and I don't know just something about going to the gym and like completing my workout whether it is like a hard day or um kind of like an easier day just makes me feel better. Cuz like sometimes I like don't have the energy to go full out, so I'll just like, you know, run or Mm -hmm. like you know walk on an incline or do like my easier workouts but I still feel so much better afterwards because it energizes me yeah and it gets me out of like slumps and stuff like yeah I feel like we need to include this right now but like (laughs) we totally just paused the episode so Josh could come into the room because we're all hanging out today um and he's heading to 7-eleven to go get some snackies for us right yeah now. yeah <laughs> so we were just he just left the we paused
1: so he could come in and then he just left the room and um I so he was gonna get us some Celsius but then uh he was out and I was like oh I kind of want some Cheez-Its so I like yelled and I was like can you give me some Cheez-Its and then Ash was like actually can you give me some hot Cheetos and he's like text me whatever you guys want so shout out to Josh you're the best Okay, back to self-care. Josh is uh, getting us some self-care snacks right now. Yes, we love that. Okay,
0: going back to some <laughs> of the answers from you guys, I think this next one is one of my favorites. Um, and it's learning how to create boundaries in relationships, work, etc. Yep,
1: and it leads perfectly into like the next little bullet that we had. So that's a huge one for me that I'm like finally starting to master. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not very good about boundaries when it comes to work but now that I like kind of live you know like on my own and everything I've been better about kind of saying no mm-hmm. um, and you know like choosing my peace, like kind of over anything else like I'll say no to a night out if I feel like I would rather stay in and get some rest right, right. and like things like that and I try and create boundaries like in that way but I do kind of struggle in this area I don't know about you.
0: I have struggled in the past just because I think maybe because of like my personality and everything, but it is a learning curve because yeah, I feel like, and this is going to sound so cliche, but I feel like after my breakup is when I started to create boundaries Me in my life. Too. Oh, look at us GMTA. Yeah. Oh. And you guys are probably rolling your eyes. At I us. know.
1: And I think it's like, we had some similarities in the yes. relationships that we were in. And I think a lot of like the lack of boundaries the lack of boundaries within the relationship and like what we allowed and like tolerated mm-hmm. um, kind of, ble- at least for me, kind of bled into the other areas of my life. Yeah, and I like couldn't 100%. really stand up for myself, didn't really have a backbone, didn't really mm-hmm. set any boundaries in my relationship. um, And so I just kind of like was a doormat pretty much elsewhere as well. Right. Yeah. And
0: I think it's, it's great that we're able to like realize this now and like work on it because, I mean, I feel like I'm constantly saying like we are – we're constantly growing, we're constantly learning, we're constantly bettering ourselves and setting boundaries is just like in relation to all of that.
1: Yeah, I know that like we both have said and I think we talked about it on I know we talked about it on last week's episode how both of us kind of fall into the Enneagram 2 category. Yeah. Um and we um it, it, I think it is in our nature and in our personalities to um you know kind of lack that set of boundaries because we want to help people and we want them to feel like welcomed and invited but sometimes it's like at our own expense right and so I don't know if you I I feel like I'm not equipped to give too much advice on setting boundaries although I it's something that I'm perfecting you know in this like season of my life but right
0: I, I agree um I think you know the two of us are learning how to do it and we're getting better at it. Yes.
1: So if anyone has any advice on setting boundaries, whether it be in the workplace, whether it be, you know, in friendships and relationships, whatever, um, definitely let us know because I feel like we're like, could definitely benefit from,
0: I think it's great. Like just speaking on this in general, like, because, you know, we're always here giving advice, you know, and we have been for like the last, what, 11 episodes. I think it's so cool to allow you guys to give us advice because I mean this is a community like Sam and I aren't perfect. We yeah, definitely not. Yeah <laughs> like we can only say so much about certain topics and we want to hear yeah, from you guys. So definitely that's a big thing that we could use some advice on setting boundaries. If you've yeah. got anything to say there please let well,
1: us let us know because yeah. we could use the help. For sure. But yeah um, so we definitely want to you know hear from you guys and and make it like a mutually beneficial community and some of you guys do like give us your advice and let us know what's going on but mm-hmm. if you ever hear something on on an episode and like feel like you want to chime in please send us a message because we love hearing from you
0: yeah and we obviously want to spark converse or spark conversation start conversation we both <laughs> yeah, we want to be able to converse with you guys i mean yeah you listen to us like on the podcast. Um, but go ahead and reach out because we're more than happy to like start conversation like yeah, in the DMs yeah, yeah. or sure. like text or if you have our Snapchats or like and whatever like, you have. post
1: whatever you want to hear about and like try and get feedback from everyone. Right. So seriously. Um, like, we're
0: here for you guys. Yeah.
1: Get in there and we, we want to hear from you. But kind of going off of, um, I think earlier in our this or that we touched on like social media yeah I think that like while we sometimes need a break from social media I think that it can also be a really great place for um you know learning about self-care and getting inspired to you know partake in self-care and I don't know about you but a huge part of self-care for me is like trying to you know take control of my mind and Mm -hmm. um kind of you know, put any negative thoughts to rest. And for me, I started following. um, And I know a lot of people did actually when TikTok became popular in 2020, when the pandemic started, a lot of like body positive influencers and people who talked a lot about like food neutrality and um, different things like that. And just like
0: you introduced me. I think this was back in college. You introduced me to Mary's Mary's cup of of tea. tea. I I love love her. her. Yeah.
1: um, And like without getting too much into it, I've definitely struggled with body image, had some, um, you know, like issues with restriction with Mm -hmm. food. And so I think I'm finally in a place where I'm feeling pretty good about it. I have a really good relationship with food um, for the most part. And I'm, you know, I'm still learning and I'm not equipped to like speak on it or give advice on it. But I found that following, you know, different influencers who would post their like what I eat in a days but that wasn't like a fucking cracker and one strawberry and 75 glasses of lemon water really helped me frame food in the mindset of like oh my god like food is fuel Mm -hmm. and so just a couple um like body positive influencers I can name one that I love is Britt Lancaster I don't know if you follow her but she's the one who does the shame-free what I eat in a days okay. um on TikTok she's got like short black hair and like bangs she's so cute and like just fun and just has the most contagiously bubbly personality I love Mary's cup of tea of course um Mick Zazon or Zazone.
0: see it's so interesting because like I I know Mary's cup of tea because if you yeah I like never thought and I, I'm aware of like influencers yeah. who like post stuff like that but like I've never thought to like you know follow any of them yes I, like, really look into that as much just because like i gravitated so much towards mary
1: yeah i after i started following her it was when i like i would get people on like my TikTok for you page Mm -hmm. and then just give them a follow i think brit was the first one that i saw on tiktok um and then not so much like um food related but a couple of um people that do like so I know when we see on, like, on Pinterest and, like, in magazines, we see people that are, like, size zero yeah, in, you know, styling things. But a couple of girls that I follow that, um, style, oh my God. like, size, Logan, like, maybe, like, six to eight Logan bodies. Ray Hill. Logan Ray Hill. Yes. I, I love her. her. Oh, my oh, my gosh. And someone else I follow, I think she, um... I don't I don't know I know Logan Ray Hill is like size six to eight bodies mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what size this other girl is but her name's is Rianne Langus and she um does some she does styling tips and then um Remy Bader I love Remy Bader do you follow her I don't oh my god she's so fun she's the one who does the realistic Zara hauls and then she'll oh, like try them on and you know, she'll like does maybe, the poses that maybe, they do in the I ads have.
0: maybe I I have seen her maybe I just don't follow her she but is that sounds so, so familiar
1: I love her. She's amazing.
0: Um, just touching on that. Can we like take a step back for a bit and just kind of like touch on how fucked up woman sizing is?
1: It's so fucked up. It's
0: it drives me insane because I am different sizes in different brands. I, and know. I feel like
1: There's like, no uh, consistency across the board whatsoever. No.
0: Like and I it, I need to get out of this mindset, too, because like I know that like brands size things differently. But like what the fuck size am I? Like, I know. What the hell is going on? And it's like, I feel like it's so much easier for men because they do like, they have like, you know, the 32, 34. Or yeah. Like,
1: but even uh, so, I feel like that's not even consistent for us because like a Levi's size is different than an Abercrombie right. size and Abercrombie goes by the measurements. Mm-hmm. Um, and so does Levi's for some reason. It's just like the women's sizing is so incredibly messed up. Like I could hold a pair of, of shorts that I got from Target up to a pair of shorts that I got from Abercrombie that are the same size that are like d- different sizes different when you size hold them up to no, each yeah. other yeah or sure. the uh, like the latter um that they are like one size is is bigger than the other one mm-hmm. but they are the same when I hold them up to each yeah. other
0: it's just it gets so confusing and this is why like I have a love hate with online shopping yeah because like I don't want to have to buy two sizes of everything and like for example, like me and Kaylee, like we went to Zara the other day because we were looking for outfits for Florida um, and the fitting rooms were closed and we were like, OK, well, we're not going to buy like all this shit. Yeah. And then like, you know, have to come back to return it for like the stuff that doesn't fit. Right. Um, but Like I want to make sure that my shit fits. It is frustrates me to no end like you know yeah, women's idea. women's and sizing I, is like I love shopping but that ridiculous. like that's the one thing that just like ticks me but off. yeah and and
1: I not I'm not like you know I don't I'm, I don't know that I'm like qualified to like speak on this so I'm not gonna like say too much about it but I do think that like it's definitely the frustration that like we feel is like women who wear straight sizes it's probably it's definitely tenfold for women that are in that are in the plus size community mm-hmm. I think it's you know just really fucked up that we can't make clothes for everyone accessible so no i agree yeah a little tangent that we got on there but a soapbox <laughs> that is i think really important to touch on um but kind of going back to social media and like following people that make you feel good something that i started getting into i think like we and I, I'm sure men do it too, but like as women, I think we really compare ourselves a lot yes. um, to what we see online and it's, half of it's fucking fake? Like I know oh. I only post my best angles. Oh, and like, I do too. It's pretty much how everybody is. You can't blame anyone for doing it, but it's hard to look at sometimes because some people facetune more than others. Some people pose more than mm-hmm. others. And it's like, I will look at a girl who is like probably taking a picture from, you know her best moment her best pose out of x amount of pictures she's taken that she's run through facetune and Lightroom and I'm not saying I don't I don't use like Lightroom I did stop facetuning my pictures when I was in college because I never
0: like facetune but I know people who have and like sometimes like you can tell and like I try not to judge people because like I don't want to be judgmental but sometimes people just like do too much to it you know like their faces look so smooth and I feel like that's such a shitty thing for me to say but I think maybe it's just like come I think that maybe it's just like coming to terms with just like accepting like what I look like Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you when I was, you know, bigger, I would edit the shit out of my pictures in college because I wanted to look good on social. And like, I remember like getting to the point where I was just like, you know, that's stupid. Like that's a false like reality of me. And I like, I put like filters and everything on now, like just to get like the lighting and everything right. But it's like. Why, why do I need to do that? Like, I'm not going to create this, like, distorted image of me. Like, you're going to see me for me. And, like, I know my angles. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you know your angles. Yeah. Oh,
1: of course. Everybody does. And, I mean, there's something to be said about, like, what makes you feel good in a picture. Like, you're going to want your best angles because you want to feel good. Yeah. But I think that this, like, idea of face-tuning a picture to perfection has just kind of been, like, poison for women. Isn't it, like,
0: fucked up that we feel the need to do that?
1: Oh, Yeah. Yes. It, and as much as I love the Kardashians, they're the fucking blueprint for oh it. Oh, yeah. They're the ones who started it all.
0: Oh, um, so.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. That's it's, just kind of another tangent. But going back to what I was saying about comparison, I think that um, something I really started implementing, again, when I really had a lot of time to think during COVID, actually, which like brought a lot of things to light for me, but um was unfollowing people that don't make me feel good when I yeah, look at their stuff on social I media do that too. like if there's a girl that like I would look at and just compare myself to all the time nothing against her nothing against the picture she's posting it's not her fault she looks stunning she feels good in the pictures but if I feel my brain going to a place of like oh I and like you know really comparing myself, I would just hit unfollow because it wasn't serving me at all. Yeah. Um. And you know it's nothing against that person. It's nothing against the content that they post. It's my own brain and just protecting you know my own peace and, and wellness. Yeah. Um. And so I definitely started doing that and following people that post content that um makes me feel good, like different like inspirational content or you know, um, like I said, a lot of like girls who like style yeah. bodies that are not a size zero. And different things like that. Uh, But I don't know.
0: I agree. And I think I'm the same way, like styling for sure. Like we talked about like Logan Ray Hill, but also like I am heavy on like gym talk and like, you know, just the fitness side of Instagram. And I absolutely love it when like fitness influencers will post like, you know what you see on social versus like the reality of things because you know when you're posting like your gains and your progress yeah. and everything like the lighting hit rights like you're flexing but then the moment that like you are out of the light or like unflex or whatever like you see what it looks like in real life and like yes the progress is there but at the same time like you're kind of showing it off more on social mm-hmm. so it's like you know what people see online versus yeah. like you know what it looks like after and like one of the things that I love too is just like them being very open about bloating and just like what their bodies look like, you know, when they're like sitting down because obviously like it's not going to stay straight. You're not going to like,
1: yeah, that helps me a lot too. Not even necessarily fitness influencers, but like just, you know, women in general, when they post stuff about like bodies that look like this also look like this, Mm -hmm. it, Helps me a lot because I have a lot of stomach problems. I have IBS. Um, I'm gluten intolerant. I'm dairy intolerant. I try my best to watch what I'm eating and not put too much gluten or dairy in my body. But I also have IBS. So pretty much everything I eat triggers yeah. my bloating. And I'm constantly just very bloated. And it sucks. It's something that you don't... F- it For me, it's not even so much about how I look but it's like how I feel yes. and how it makes me feel. I'm pretty much bloated 24 seven. And sometimes it gets so bad to the point where something that fit me two days ago, I can't even button mm-hmm. a couple summers ago. I was in Disney and, um, I had a pair of jeans that fit me perfectly. Like just how you want a pair of jeans to fit you. And I could not button my pants when I was in Disney because I was so uncomfortably, uncomfortably bloated. And I think just seeing that other people deal with that, yes. um, you know, kind of helps me get through it. But I think seeing that other people, you know, I, I follow a lot of people that are like dairy and gluten mm-hmm. free as well. But seeing
0: that people deal with
1: it and it's like not just me is really helpful.
0: So another question that we put out on Instagram that we can kind of like deep dive into is just like talking about putting yourself first and um, kind of like going back to like boundaries and stuff like that. Uh, Someone had said that a moment where they put themselves first is not working past their normal work hours. It's hard to do um, when you love what you do and you work from home.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that I really struggle with as well. Like I'll stay on, especially I I work with real estate agents Mm -hmm. and like when I think about the fact that like them like selling homes is like their livelihood, you know what I mean? I, and I'm like, oh, if I can do something to help, like I want to stay on and help. Right. You know what I mean? And so I find that, cause with, with, with the housing market, things move really quickly. Yes. And so I'm like, if I table this until tomorrow morning, it might like ruin their
0: deal or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I,
1: I don't know. I'm, I struggle with that a lot. And I need to create some better boundaries. Sam, what's like a
0: time where you put yourself first?
1: Oh God. Um, I don't know if I can think of a specific time but I would just say like after working long hours on the computer and even though I do work from home I think we've kind of touched on this before that like sometimes it can be really exhausting but um just saying no to like going out or like certain opportunities and just really like taking yeah. the time for myself sometimes I think those are the most important moments where I put myself first and I can think of like okay, yeah, I do really want to go out with my friends. I do want to go, like, have a couple drinks, but also, like, I'm really exhausted. Am I even going to have that much of a good time if I go? Mm -hmm. And, like, kind of putting that into perspective and then deciding, like, maybe I'm going to stay in and, like, paint my nails and do a face mask and just have, like, a self-care night instead. How about you?
0: Um, I hate, like, relating back to this, but I think that it's probably one of the most, like, defining moments for me in my life. But um, putting myself first, like, in terms of, like, my breakup, because I – I don't remember how much I touched on it during our breakup episode, but you know, pizza boy broke up with me and we were kind of dancing around the subject of possibly maybe getting back together. Um, but then there was just like a moment in me where I was like, I don't want to get back together with you. Um, and it, it would have been easy getting back together yeah. because it was comfortable and mm-hmm. like we knew each other and like this and that. But I, again, I came to terms with, with me being better off without him. Yeah. So I told him I was like I I'm done. Like I'm I'm doing this for me. And I think that was
1: like a really pivotal moment for you in like demanding better for yourself and demanding better for your life. And I think that I kind of did that same thing too. Mm-hmm. Like after my breakup is when I kind of like took my life by the reins, took it by control and set or took control of it and said, I want to do this, I want to do this, and I want to do this. And I was yeah. being held back in this situation, and so now I'm going to move forward I'm going to care about myself first and then everything else will fall into place.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't know if like you can say the same, but I feel like if I was like still in that relationship, I wouldn't be where I am today. Oh, absolutely not. Nope. Me neither. Like just how driven I am again. And like, it's, it's nice. And I think it's nice knowing that like my friends kind of saw that too. Cause I had people text me and tell me like how proud they were of me. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, guys. Like, it's a, thanks.
1: Yeah. It's a great feeling when people notice like all the work that you put into yourself and like building yourself up and, and um, you know, kind of demanding better for yourself and, and yeah. moving forward. And I think life. like maybe
0: like going back to you saying how we both are kind of, you know, type two people um we obviously care about other people and I can say that we're both like you know I think we're both people pleasers oh for extent. sure yeah but it like it becomes hard when you want to please everyone and you have you to just re- keep
1: putting your You're, own like yeah. happiness last and
0: you have to like learn how to put your happiness first. And I would always say like my happiness comes from other people's happiness because I love making people happy. Me too. But but, and like (laughs) yes, I I do think like a lot of my happiness comes from that. But I also have to like consider like, is it worth doing this and stressing myself out over this? Absolutely. You know, to make this person happy. If it's, uh, it's, it's just a confusing. And then it's also like,
1: it falls into like perfectionism. Like we're both huge perfectionists too. And even when we had our, podcast release party it was literally nobody that was gonna be here that didn't love us unconditionally and care about us and I remember texting Morgan and being like I'm just like so stressed about this like I just want everything to be perfect I want everything to look perfect I'm like I don't know I just feel like I'm not in a good headspace and all I want to do is have fun tonight but I'm Mm -hmm. just so concerned about this and I remember her texting me and being like maybe skip putting the snacks in pretty bowls or um, you don't have to make sure that everybody has a drink like worry about your drink yeah and worry about your night and have fun because this is about you and I was I like
0: feel you because you're remember, so right <laughs> I remember like the week of I was running around to so many different stores I was constantly at Target and like yeah. City and Marshalls and the Dollar Tree and I was like oh my god like I was going out every single day yes and uh, my friends were just like Ashley why like why the fuck are you like Always at Target or something because they had my location, or like if I was snapping people or texting people, they'd be like, What else do you need? And it wasn't even
1: so much about like us having a good time as so much as we wanted it to be perfect so everyone else would have a good time.
0: Yeah, because we're people pleasers and we were like the we, we were hostesses. hosting yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were hosting and like obviously when you're a host you want to make sure that like you're... you want to be the
1: hostess with the mostest yes you do. <laughs> and
0: like, we invited all the people that we cared about and it's like and when the, you care like mutual obviously Yeah, so like we obviously want to show the people that we care about a good time
1: yeah but I don't know what the point of where did we get that from <laughs> um,
0: oh we were talking about people pleasing yeah. um
1: but kind of like Morgan said to me that night like and and you know obviously you can use this as a metaphor for anything mm-hmm. sometimes you have to skip putting the snacks in a bowl sometimes yeah. you have to skip making sure everybody has a drink and worry about your own drink like worry right. about your own happiness over making things perfect for everybody else yeah
0: and there's like small details honestly that like people will look over like oh, some, of, some of the shit just like doesn't matter
1: and I, that's something that we're like trying to preach to you guys yeah. we also <laughs> need to like preach to ourselves yes. because we're a
0: huge perfect, perfectionist so
1: I think a lot of self-care is like truly you know taking the initiative though it might be hard even if it is your personality to put Mm -hmm. others first put yourself first sometimes and I think that's a good note for us to end on yeah
0: I think so too I mean always always put yourself first I mean easier said than done yeah but (laughs) find moments where you can put yourself first
1: yes and and it can coexist with being like a selfless person as well and you know doing things for other people. It's about finding the happy medium just like yes, anything in medium. life. That's a balance. really good way to put it.
0: Yeah, and balance. And that's, you know, just you have to find balance in your life and you have to prioritize you have to prioritize differently.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think we'll leave you guys with that yeah. parting note.
0: Um <laughs> balance. <I> hope, yeah. <laughs> balance, balance self-care, self-love. But yeah, we really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um and we can't wait to see you guys again for episode 12
1: all right we'll see you next week bye guys